Group. The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group. Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Saturday morning and time to get together with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Good. I'm, just... I'm, I'm, I'm getting really antsy. I'm watching the snow go away, and I love that, but I'm really getting antsy for some actual warm weather. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. I was reading a report that I share the same wish. I want that 75-degree day, but right now they're saying that's the worst thing that could happen because... Well, we it melts too of, fast. We've gotten yeah. rid of most of our snow up north of the Twin Cities. It's yeah. still really, really deep. Yeah, it melts too fast. Yeah, and then we'll have the floods. Yeah, I get it. I know. I get it. <laughs> but I still, okay, so fine. I'll go away, go somewhere else where it's warm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll get it somewhere. <laughs> the sunshine helps. I will say that. It does. You know, it, the days that the sun is shining, even if I'm in my car driving from appointment to appointment, if that sun is beating through the glass, it's like, okay, it's coming. It's coming. Hey, sunshine and 45 right now feels fantastic. Agreed. Agreed. When there's no wind. When there's the north breeze. When there's breeze, no wind. Yeah. Yeah. It always amazes me that in the spring, a little sunshine and 45 degrees and people are out in shorts and t-shirts. And then we go to late September and it's sunny and 45 and we're all chilled and have our jackets on. Uh, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> But I, I imagine with this warmer weather, it's getting a whole lot easier to get out and look at the homes, too. Well, it's really nice to not um, go to a house and wonder if you're going to have a foot of snow in the driveway or if maybe they actually have already, you know, shoveled it. But now it's like, OK, there's no more snow in the driveway. We're good. So I like that part. It is easier for sure. But on the, but on the flip side, we're kind of in that ugly stage of the year where yes. there's nothing you can do about it either. Right. The grass you know is... What we, uh, we are here um, just two weeks away, two weekends away from the Spring Builders Parade of Homes. So that is always, you know, for me as a realtor for the last 23 years, that is always a sign that spring is here. Okay. Actually. It's first, <laughs> first it's match day and then it's the Spring Parade of Homes because the traffic is just picking up, picking up, picking up. I suspect it's so nice to see that there are some homes in the Builders Parade. You know, we hear all this, nobody's building, nobody's building. But there's some really amazing new homes that have been built that will be in the parade. So I think if you, um, you know, are thinking about buying or thinking about building, it's a fun thing to do to go to that parade of homes and just see what's out there, see what's in, see what colors people are using, what flooring, all of that. Yeah, One of these years, I'm going to... Yeah, one of these years I'm going to take the time off to go up to the Twin Cities and go on their parade of homes because I know theirs is just fabulous. But in the meantime, I'll just continue to check out the ones around here. So when they Pains do this more the, to me anyway. In the spring, are these homes, I, I know, are they just on the verge of being completed at this point? They're at different stages. Oh, okay. Yeah, so in the... 
Oh, wait a minute. Is it the spring one? One of the two, per, I'm, you caught me off guard. One of them, the houses have to be completely done. And the other one is, um, so it's either the spring or the fall that they have to be completely done. And then the other one, they can be at any stage of it would the make, house. It would make more sense that the fall would be the completed one. At, at the end of the construction season. Yeah. yeah. But at any rate, um, most people are trying to get their houses as ready as they can. So you can actually, you know, see them, right? See what's going on. And yeah, imagine everything looks better when it's close to being the finished okay, product. I, just, I actually just looked it up so I don't sound stupid. Entries must be to the drywall stage, but do not need to be completely finished. Oh, okay. So at least when they get in there, the walls are up and the drywall is up. So you can actually, you know, feel the sizes of the rooms, etc. Sure. So it's the fall one where they have to be completely done. They, oh, yeah. They, they get to see the countertops and all the right. different and, and that and stuff might be done in some of these. So don't, you know, don't be discouraged. There should be some that are, because obviously the further along, the better it is for the builder, the more they have to show off. So if I'm a person thinking about not necessarily building, but buying, is it worthwhile for me to go on this and just to get an idea of the kind of things I like? Well, I think so because, you know, it's sort of like going to open houses. It starts to give you an idea of what you're going to be able to buy for your money, you know? So it's like you're not you're not interrupting anybody's life by going to the parade of homes. That's what it's there for. And same with open sure. houses. You know, that's what they're there for. So I think it's a good time when you're just in that curiosity stage. It's a good time to go check things out. And I suppose if you are actually thinking about building, a great time to meet some of the builders. Oh, gosh, yes. Meet the builders and get a feel for, you know, how you click with them and the different realtors that'll be in the open houses as well. So, no, it, it is, it's great. I think it's a exciting time of the year for realtors, for sure. All right. And busy, and busy time. We usually well, spend I'm, long shifts in those houses. And I imagine now that we're a couple peak weeks past match day, things are are really cooking for you oh yeah the what's really nice is that because inventories well i mean i wish we had more but because it's coming out you know a little bit at a time the residents just keep coming back so every like every day there's another sale it's nice it's like um some back in the day they used to all have to be there on the same day and it was like a major feeding frenzy and they had to just you know fight for what was there <laughs> And now it's like, okay, just hang on, hang tight. Something new will come on the market this week. Something new will come on the market next week. Because they don't have to be here till the end of June. So they're not in a great big hurry. But, but yeah, it has definitely increased the business for sure. I actually just received an offer on one of my listings from another agent who's representing a resident yesterday. So, yeah. And I imagine this technology has made that whole process a lot less stressful for the residents because... Once they could come here, get a feel for the community and maybe where they want to live. Right. And then they could go back to where they're at and go right. onto your website and look at the... Or we go do it. We start, we start with the first weekend that they came and met them in person, you know, showed them some houses. And then if they didn't find one, it's no big deal because now when something hits the market, we just go into a virtual showing with them. And now yeah. they trust us because we've, you know, they've met us and we know what they like. So yeah, it works. It works. Technology does help us a lot when it comes to that. Fantastic. So, um, I have to tell you, don't tell me you have to take a break. No, not. I oh, I was going to say, come on. All right. So <laughs> I have to tell you something. 
we talk about technology, technology, technology. You know, you got to have the technology because our number one home buyers are the millennials. And if you're asking them to meet you in person and sign something, they will <laughs> definitely think you flipped your lid, right? So um, good news for us old realtors, that is that the, the baby boomers are edging out the millennials now as the top buying force. They're back. They're back. As a matter of fact, I had to go and meet someone in person this week when I received an offer on her house because she doesn't do email. <laughs> I'm the like, last I, I can person alive. Well, I do it, but I said to her, I'm totally comfortable coming over and sitting with you and signing in person. No problem whatsoever. We can have a face-to-face conversation and it'll be all fine. It'll be just fine. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do find it interesting because um, I have done a lot of multi-generational stuff. So, it might be, you know, they say the baby boomers are the purchasers. It, I have had where the, you know, 70-year-old parents are buying a house and the 40-year-old, 40-something-year-old family is living with them. Sure. And I feel like, and, you know, I've seen it the other way, too, where it's the young couple buying the house and parents are moving in. But more often, I've seen it where the parents, and I think it's because of the power of the cash buyer, you know. And so I think that's why we're seeing that. Now, maybe after the fact, they're going back in and doing a mortgage and putting the the actual adult kids' names on that, or maybe they're doing it together. But I personally have had like three where the parents bought the house for all of them to live in it together. I actually know somebody doing that right now. They're in the process. Yeah. The parents are a little bit older than I am, and the children are mid to late 20s. Yeah. Yep. But I I do love that um, families are, you know, sticking together like, a few, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to say a few years back, but even when I started real estate, you didn't see a lot of multi-generational living here. You know, we no. see that in other cultures and other cultures brought it here, but you didn't see that with a lot of American families, but you're seeing more and more and more of it. And I, I love it personally, but you know, I'm a big family person. But if you go back 50, 60 years ago, you did see it. Yeah. Yep. I remember when I was a kid, our grandma lived with us. My grandma yep. lived with us. I remember that. Okay. Well, Absolutely. Now we, now we do have to take a break, Robin. All right. We'll be back in a moment with more of Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. We're with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Saturday morning talking about real estate. And before we took the break, we kind of got into the idea that the millennials are back into the... Well, they're always in the housing market, but for a while there, it, it was, no, the baby, the millennials were leading the force for a while there during the pandemic, but now the baby boomers are back on top. That's where we're at. Exactly. And I was speculating as to why that was, but when we took a break, I actually looked further into the article and I was speculating correctly. It says here, baby boomers who are most likely to use equity from past home to make a new purchase may be in a better position to move. 
And then it goes on to talk about um, they're highly motivated. They're increasingly want to buy homes to live closer to friends and family due to retirement or maybe even desire for a smaller home. And 18% of home buyers say that, uh, excuse me, 18% of home buyers between the ages of 68 and 76 are purchasing multi generational homes. Oh. So, I mean, I knew I could feel it because if I've done three in the last year, it's clearly a trend, right? And I've seen just over the past two years, a bunch of people, they're not my age, they're a bit older than me, but they're, they're early retirement years. And they had scattered all over the whole country and now they're back here. They've come Isn't back it home. something? Yeah. Yeah, people do come back. And what I find, I mean, most people that I help are moving either because they're coming to Mayo because of a job or they're coming to Rochester because their kids took a job at Mayo and they want to be closer to their kids and their grandkids. So I get a lot of grandparents moving into Rochester. They think, "What? why not? Our kids are here, our grandkids are here, and the Mayo Clinic is here. It's a great place to live. Yeah, the kids and grandkids are here. They can shovel. <laughs> well, you know, they, you see that they're doing a pilot in Rochester now about the accessory dwellings, yes, right? Yes, I did see that. So the little grandma houses in the backyard. I actually think that is going to become a big thing here because we do have so many instances where, you know, one parent that maybe is the only surviving parent or a lot of times both parents are coming here to be closer to the, the Mayo Clinic physicians who happen to be their children. So, I mean, why not? If they have a opportunity to put, if they don't want to live with them, you know, like we just said, that's more and more common, but that's the best of both worlds. They can have their own private house right in the backyard. It would be the pool house, right? No. The pool I'm thinking, house. I'm thinking detached garage. Can you convert a detached garage into a Uh-huh. And sometimes, like in Pill Hill, they've done uh, built apartments above the garages, above the detached garages. And I remember selling a house years ago to a, a resident and his wife, and they rented that space above the garage to a medical student, which was ideal. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, lots of options. Explore the options. Well, and I know Think that outside that, that box with that program they have, I know it's a limited amount of money to begin with, but they're basically reimbursing people for some of the fees they have to pay into the city to, you know, utility hookups, whatever it may be, permits, and all those other things, you can apply to get that money back to help defray the cost of whatever project you're doing with these. Yeah, that's What do correct. they call them? There's a, I, I, I think little homes, but that's not right. It's... Accessory dwellings. Accessory dwellings, that's it. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think it'll be a hit. I really do. I think, I mean, I know that it is a lot more commonplace in other areas, you know? So sometimes we're a little slow to catch on to trends, but they eventually get here. So I think it will be good. But you know what? Just overall, I have to tell you, whether it's um, more baby boomers buying or, um, you know, new products coming to the market, the housing data is solidifying that there is definitely a broad market recovery. So this is good news because there are, um, for the past three months now, the major market indicators, including contract signings, number of contracts signed, new construction, and existing home sales, everything's turning positive. And this is nationwide? 
nationwide. Yep. And this somebody is third, who predicted third straight this. month. Yeah, isn't that something? Yeah, third straight month. So honestly, I mean, that's why I, it was so frustrating for me when people were like, oh, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, the real estate market is crashing. No, it really, really, really isn't. So good news is it's still a fabulous time to buy or sell your house. And for those of you who are still waiting for the distressed sales and the foreclosures. Yeah. yeah. Stop. It's not happening. What did we say last week? It's like less than 2% of the less sales. Than 2% nationwide, yeah. And it's been that way for the last, what, four or five consecutive years, something, seven, a while. A while. And they don't see anything changing there either. So, No, when you have continually a shortage of housing, you're not going to have an ability to have that type of sale occur because somebody's going to line up and buy the thing. Yes. And, you know, people are asking me, like, what am I reading about, like, mortgages and what's going to happen? And what I am seeing over and over is that mortgage loans are expected to become more readily available. Rates are definitely moving in the right direction. However, um, access to commercial loans, for whatever reason, I guess because of the banks, um, is becoming more and more difficult. Well, they're inherently more risky. Yeah, definitely. So, I lost my train of thought on this. Oh, I know what it was. Those, um, I don't know, creative mortgages that we had talked about earlier uh, in, like, I think January that were... Oh, the buy-downs? Yeah, that's the... Yeah, yeah. Are they still happening now? Well, you know, not as much. And I think some of those people will definitely be refinancing sooner than they had predicted. You know, they'll use the two years of the the lower rate that they got bought down. And probably at the end of that, they'll be ready to refinance. So sure. turned out to, you know, prove to be a good, good tool. But yeah, I'm not seeing as much of it now because the fact that the rates are, you know, moving downward. And stabilized in one specific range. and. Right. Of Not, climbing, it doesn't make climbing. people so quite so nervous. You know, okay. like what's going to happen next? Well, Robin, let's take a really quick break here at Perfect Time for it. And we'll be back in just a few moments on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. We're back with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Robin... (laughs) Outside of crypto, the hottest topic uh, I, over the past year has to have been AI, oh, artificial yeah. intelligence. And oh yeah. So, are they? Is is AI going to do the radio show? Well, is yeah. AI going to sell the houses? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I mean, every time you turn around, you, it's everybody's going to lose their job because this computer assisted thing is going to you know replace but, all. But of guess what? It's not going to happen because people still crave 
human relationships, okay? So those things are going to make our job easier. I mean, there are tools that are very helpful, but we will not be replaced, okay? That's that's my prediction. I think that's pretty much, um, you know, there are always the people that try to scare you, say, oh, you know, pretty soon they're not, people aren't going to need realtors, but do you think this is the first time I've heard that in my 23-year <laughs> career? Uh-uh. I've heard it over and over and over. And this is going to be the thing that cuts out the need for a realtor. Now, this is going to be the thing that cuts out the need for a realtor. Now it's going to be this. Now it's going to be that. Well, here we are still going strong. And you know what? I have a little article here. I'm going to read something. It says that uh, all generations favored working with real estate agents to help buyers sell. 86% of home sellers worked with a real estate agent to sell their home. A consistent percentage across all age groups, referrals from a friend, neighbor, and relative were the most common method for finding an agent, according to the survey. So people want to know what your experience was, right? And they want to bank on that so that they can mock the same experience. So it's about relationships. It's about people. It's about giving you know, great customer service. And those are things that, sorry, guys, no computer is ever going to master that. And there's always going to be a handful of, you know, cutting edge people who will say, this is the coolest thing ever. I did it this way. But the majority of us, I agree with you, will sit back and go, this is a big deal. This is the biggest transaction I'll make in my life. Uh, yeah. So I'd like to have a nice, real, reliable human being helping me along the way. Yeah, I think that's really good advice, actually. And the other aspect of it to me is all this all this fraud that's going on out there. I have to write stories every other day about some poor soul who got ripped off by somebody. Isn't it terrible? It is. Oh, it's, it's I a- mean, they get the information. So, you know, we'll, we'll sell somebody a house and our closing company will send them an email saying, um, you know, congratulations on the closing, on your upcoming closing. Here's the information you need. Uh, this is what we need from you. Call us and we'll get, you know, who has the loan on it. What's your, they don't ask for it through the email. Right. But then all of a sudden somebody intercepts that email and then they send a new email to the client saying, Oh, we need your bank account number for the wire transfer for the proceeds of your sale. And I mean, it has become a big deal. And I too, I haven't had any of my customers get ripped off. Thank God. But I have heard of realtors that I know that have, and it is so sad because once that money goes, once that wire is sent, it's like goes to la-la land. You know, there's no getting it back. And, and it's really scary. I want to deal with a real person because I can just right. call your people up and... Pre- come in person. Yeah, come in person and give us the information. You know, where do you want them, um, your proceeds wired? Or do you want us to actually go and take the proceeds via check to your bank and deposit it for you? You know, so yeah, it is just... I think it is old-fashioned, but will always be the way, right? Also, from what I've seen on these scammer type emails is if you look closely at them they they're messy a lot of times yeah. there's either grammatical or spelling error right punctuations right, weird, right or yeah something something looks off yeah exactly i can always pick them out too it's like okay this isn't for real you know i'll, I'll get them in my email now that we've recovered all of your, um, you know, we've breached your privacy and we have all your data, you're going to have to pay us this much money. Oh, yeah, you betcha. No, <laughs> not doing it. But, I mean, especially older people will fall for those scams because they're very trusting. They're just not as in the know, about, you know, about it. 
I've told you before the story that my I was with my dad one time and somebody called him and said, Grandpa, this is Michael. I've been in an accident. And he goes, what do you oh, need? Yeah. yeah. And he was ready to get out his credit card. And, and I said, give me that phone. And I said, Michael? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, uh, this is not Michael. Sorry. And my dad's like, how do you know that's not Michael? I said, Dad, I can tell Michael's voice. This is not Michael. You are going to be scammed. Well, then, of course, he felt terrible. And he hung his head low like, you know, dang it. I'm not even able to take care of myself. And it's like, no, it's not that. It's just that these people are pretty crafty. Yes, they are. And crafty and diabolical. Yeah. Downright evil. Downright evil. Yeah. Terrible. And you read about how much money they make off of this. It's a multi-billion-dollar industry. These just terrible. We yeah. actually part of our part of our contracts now. When we sit down with buyers and sellers, there's actually a page, and in big capital letters, it says "Wire Fraud Alert." And we talk to them about, hey, if you get suspicious emails or someone asks you for numbers or bank, do not give it. So I mean, it seems silly that we have to sit and tell people that, but you know. It's happened, so we have to do everything we can to protect our clients from letting, you know, from having that happen to them. And this is another warning, right? What we just spent a couple yep, minutes talking exactly. about. Exactly. We do have just a couple minutes. Do you have any? All right, I have. I do. I have a couple listings I want to talk about. Um, at 801 Ninth Avenue in Rochester, we have a little three bed, two bath, um, little story and a half. And it's two fifty nine nine. Getting a lot of showings, but on the market five days. I feel like you know it's going to sell quickly, just based on the price. But it's a cutie. It's at um, I told you eight hundred one Ninth Avenue Northwest. Okay, so that's one, and that's over by the old butcher shop that yep. area. And then out on out in Goodhue, the address is four zero zero five four Highway fifty eight Boulevard. This is a really, really unique house. It's a three-bedroom, three-bath house. It has a two-car garage, but then it has a huge, and I mean huge barn, really cool barn. You go upstairs, there's two separate rooms. Like, it could be a photo studio. It could, I don't know, it's really cool. It's not It's not like any barn. It's really cool. <laughs> I don't know what somebody's going to use it for, but um, the house itself has 2,475 square feet. But then again, it has the big barn, and then it has 18 acres, and it has a stream running through it, a creek. It is really cool land, and that is 669. So if you're looking for a really awesome opportunity to have your own little piece of heaven with a house that's not, you know, ridiculously huge, but very nicely renovated, um, that would be a good one for you. And, and if then, you're a car person, you could put all the cars in there, and you're right off of a blacktop road too. So that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. So that would be actually great. And then I have a commercial listing. I don't have a ton of commercial listings. I had that um, chocolate shop in Wabasha, which we closed on last week, and so that one is gone. But I listed um, the Wild Wings building over in Lake City. Oh, neat. That big art gallery that right. was there forever and ever and ever. Yeah, and now it's empty, and oh, my, that building is humongous. It is humongous. It has two loading docks. It has office space. It had. I mean, it, it could be just about anything. But the best part about that is the location because it's not only right off the highway, but the backside of it is a gorgeous view of Lake Pepin. So... 
And then there's that whole piece of land. It goes all the way to the point there with those pine trees. That's um, an additional parcel, but the building itself is for sale for a million five, which it has recently been appraised for a little bit more than that. The tax value is right at a million five, so it's priced to sell. And um, the additional land is an additional 250000 Whoever buys the building will have the first right of refusal. Oh, so we nice. won't sell the land until the person who buys the building decides if they want the land or not. I so if you want would. to... Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, and I think right now it's zoned um, industrial, but I... I know that the current owners have talked to the city of Lake City about rezoning it, and they were uh, very, you know, they sounded very favorable about maybe putting a high rise there with a view of the lake or maybe some senior living with easy access for family to come and visit. I don't know. But anyway, I'm excited about that listing, and I've already shown it two times. So, and it just literally hit the market. So, it's going to be. Fun for me to see what goes there next, because for as long as I can remember, it was Wild Wings. Right. So if you want to see that, just, you know, let me know, and I'll get you over there. Okay. If you want to see any of the properties that Robin's talked about, or you have a property, you might be interested in selling. Yeah, that would be especially awesome if you have a property you'd like to sell, because we need inventory. But yes, call me on my cell phone. That number is 507 Two five nine four nine two six, and you can always visit our website at gwaltneygroup.com and all of our contact information is there, every team member. Fantastic. Thanks, Robin. Yeah, thank you. All right. Until next week, this has been Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.